Hey friends, and welcome to episode 140 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire women seeking better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick, and today's episode is all about one of my favorite topics in the world, routines. (laughs) Recently, I found myself feeling a bit all over the place with my routines and habits. I was sticking to them for the most part, but piecing them together and not really feeling the flow that comes from a solid routine. Plus, when I feel all over the place, my kids sense it, it affects my work, and even how I talk to my husband. So that's why I took some time out of my week to think about why I was having so much trouble sticking to my routines. It goes so much deeper than a time management issue. When I'm running around the house trying to get things done, going from one room to another and back again, I'm not being conscientious with how I use my time, which then eats into my productivity. Have you ever felt like this? Well, here's the good news. You don't need to go back to the drawing board, open up your journal and start writing out a brand new routine. Instead, you just need to physically think through your routines and how they're working together. So how do you do that? Well, I'm about to tell you. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the alternative to zigzagging all over the place. You'll also hear about why your routines need a physical flow. We'll cover how to cut out overwhelm and save time in the process. And then finally, I'll share my two favorite methods for creating routines that just make sense. And because I know you're probably making the most of your time and you're listening in the car while you're running errands or you're doing stuff around the house, I know it might be a little inconvenient for you to stop what you're doing and take notes. But don't worry, I've got you covered. You can find all the details from this episode over in the show notes, plus links to any of the resources I'll mention. Today's show notes can be found over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 140. All right, it's about time we get started, so let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Before I dive into this episode, I've got to ask, does any of this sound familiar to you? You want to get more done. You'd love to feel less stressed and feel like you have more control over your life. You're tired of constantly disappointing your family and friends because you're always late. You're falling in bed exhausted every night, even though you didn't get even close to finishing your to-do list for the day. You're just kind of winging it, even though you know that makes everything more stressful. If you know what that feels like, you won't want to miss my upcoming free live workshop, Routine Refresh. Three Steps to Reclaim Your Time with the Right Routines. On Tuesday, September 13th, I'm diving into the core problem behind why your current routines aren't working 
and what needs to change so you can move through your day with peace and calm. Plus, I'll teach you how to create realistic routines that you'll actually stick to because they fit your life. I'm so excited because this is a brand new masterclass. And until now, I've only shared these techniques with my one-on-one time management coaching clients or in paid workshops. But this is too good, and I'm excited to share it. Types are crazy, but your life doesn't have to be. I'm here for you, and I can't wait to see you inside the workshop. So head straight to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash refresh to register now and choose the workshop time that works best for you. Again, head over to AnnaDCornick.com forward slash refresh, that's R-E-F-R-E-S-H, to grab your seat. You can also check out the podcast description and click over to sign up for free. And yes, this is a free workshop, but there are a limited number of seats available and I don't want you to miss out. All right, that's Routine Refresh, three steps to reclaim your time with the right routines. I'll see you there. All right, on with the show. The idea for this episode came to me one frantic morning in our kitchen. So we just moved into our new house and my husband Scott and I were getting the girls ready for school. After running all over the house, trying to get the girls ready and out the door on time, I realized I was practically out of breath. One minute I was in Millie's bedroom getting her dressed. Then I was in the kitchen prepping breakfast. Then I was back to Elizabeth's room getting her dressed. Then I was back to the kitchen grabbing a cup of milk. Then I was back in Millie's bedroom grabbing socks, then to the back door to put on shoes, and then running back to the bathroom to grab a hair bow. I was zigzagging all over the house and it felt ridiculous. It dawned on me that I was trying to use the same exact morning routine from our old house. But that routine, the reason why it worked so well, is because it was structured with our house in mind. Our old morning routine just didn't work in our new house because our new house was laid out differently. It turns out the space and the physical flow of things made a huge difference in our mornings. Have you ever thought of your routines and flow as a physical thing? Normally, we think of our routines as just things we do, like muscle memory. We make a list and we work our way down it. But the truth is, our routines need to have a flow and a structure to them that really helps us get stuff done. So here's an example. You wake up, You go into the kitchen to make your coffee, and then you walk back across the house to wake the kids up, and then you head back to your bedroom to change clothes and get dressed for the day. You walk back to the bathroom to brush your teeth after having morning coffee. You head back up the stairs to help the kids, back downstairs to put laundry on, and then you head out the door for school drop-off. But then you go back to your neighborhood for grocery shopping, and then you head (laughs) You see, just saying all of that makes my head spin. But that's what so many of us do every single day. We go back and forth and we zig and we zag all over the place and then wonder why we feel so scatterbrained. Now, let's imagine that you wake up and let your normal morning routine flow in a more organic way. You wake up, you get dressed, and you get your coffee. Then you wake up the kids and help them get dressed. As you all head downstairs for breakfast, 
You bring the laundry down and anything else that they need for school. Even better if the stuff for school is already waiting by the back door. Before you head out the door, you've got your toothbrush in the bathroom by the garage. And you've got the grocery store shopping list by the back door too. No more bouncing back and forth. Doesn't that feel so much better? It just flows. So I wish I had come up with this concept myself, but I actually learned it from Melissa Thompson, who designed her morning routine based on the Go Clean Co method. It's genius. If you listen to Melissa's episode of this podcast, which was episode 101, you'll know that her organizational method was an absolute game changer for a successful morning. So when I was thinking through the physical flow of my routines and trying to figure out how to do it all without banging my head against the wall or breaking a sweat before 9 a.m., I realized that there was a simple solution and it was staring me right in the face. It was Melissa's Go Clean Co. morning method. This method is an efficient way of organizing your schedule and daily routines to set yourself up for success by using a top-down, left-right methodology. To clean any room, Go Clean Co. would go from the top down and then move left to right. Can you see how that would make a daunting task so much simpler? And of course, Go Clean Co. is a cleaning company, but I'm not telling you this just so you'll clean your house every day. That's not the point. It's the same principles that apply to our routines here. Organize your routine so you're doing them in the same area of the house first and then move on to another area. And no, of course, you don't have to go exactly top down, left to right, if that doesn't make sense for your house. But more than anything, it represents having a flow instead of zigzagging all over the place. Waking up in the morning to start your day? Change your clothes and brush your teeth in the bathroom first. Then wake the kids up. Now head downstairs to start breakfast and throw in a load of laundry. For Melissa, she explained that she used this method and it resulted in her moving her toothbrush to the bathroom right by her back door so that as soon as she finished with breakfast, she could brush her teeth and then head straight out the door. Giving your routines a physical flow is an absolute lifesaver. And it's given me back at least 10 minutes in the morning. And that may not sound like a lot, but 10 minutes of extra sleep when you've got an unpredictable three-year-old and 18-month-old in the house. Not to mention, it just makes our mornings feel calmer. You can create a physical flow in all of your routines, your morning routine, your evening routine, um, from school drop-off to grocery shopping. It's flexible, which is my favorite part. In addition to Go Clean Co's top-down, left-right, there's another similar method for running errands that I learned from Maria Menounos called Stack and Attack. I found out about Stack and Attack after one of my first failed productivity experiments. When I tell you that I've tried nearly everything to see what works, that's not a joke. I really have. So one of my biggest failures was a method I called the daily morning errand. When I quit my full-time job years ago and was starting to freelance, I needed to figure out how to structure my time. And every morning I'd get up, I'd get dressed, and I'd go run an errand. It seemed like a great idea. It was an opportunity to get out of the house and tackle something that needed to be done. At face value, it seemed great. What it took me a while to realize was that it was a huge waste of time. 
I'd get dressed and I'd pop out to run my daily morning errand. And then sometimes, most of the time, I'd grab a coffee or I'd grab lunch. And then the next thing you know, it was the afternoon and I hadn't done any work yet. It was ridiculous. So after I abolished the daily morning errand, I started to stack and attack. Instead of running one errand a day, I'd save all of them until Friday and then knock them out one after the other. Stack and attack is pretty simple. You stack your chores or your errands so you take care of the ones in the same vicinity first. So if you're heading out to run errands, make your to-do list based on the location of each stop you need to make. You could start with the errand that's farthest away and then work your way back home. Or you could start closest to you and then move farther and farther out and then come straight home after that. And while you're at it, try to find locations that are close together or in the same shopping center. For example, does it make sense for you to go to a nail salon all the way across town and then trek back to pick up your groceries when there's a nail salon next door to the grocery store? Probably not. If your grocery store has a pharmacy, can you cut out a stop by picking up your meds there instead of popping into a separate pharmacy on the other side of town? Instead of just heading out the door with a randomly scribbled to-do list, try mapping out your route in advance. Look for opportunities to get a two-for-one by knocking out two errands at the same location. Then see where you can make changes to your routine in order to save you time and gas money. If you don't have to pick up a coffee from the place 15 minutes away from your kid's gymnastic lesson and you could stop in at the one down the block instead, it's always better to try to stack these stops. Okay, y'all, so I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, and all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules, and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, 
less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. All right, everybody, I know that was a lot in a little amount of time, but the most important thing to remember is that we're trying to make our daily lives simpler and easier by not zigzagging and being direct instead. The shortest distance between two points is a straight line, so start placing things like errands or chores next to one another. You'll wanna take a look at your routines and make sure that they don't just work on paper, but that they make sense physically as well. Are you wasting time zigzagging back and forth? Or do your routines have a physical flow that makes sense? All right, as always, all of the details from today's episode can be found in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 140. And if you loved what you heard today, you'll definitely want to grab your seat to Routine Refresh, my free workshop happening on Tuesday, September 13th. Grab all the details for Routine Refresh and sign up at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash refresh. I'll see you there. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.